This is The Actors Room. Welcome back, everybody. My name's Jeff Tarowski, and this is episode 78. And today, we discuss Joker 2019, starring Joaquin Phoenix and Robert De Niro. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Gonna be a good one, folks. Hang on tight. Here we go. Joaquin Phoenix. I'm actually going to stand up. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well done. Hey. Wow. I'm going to sit back down. All right. Wow. Wow. Saw it last night, folks. The wife and I, anniversary, 19 years, thank you. Went out to the theater and watched this little movie, Joker. Had to go see it in the theater. I just had to do it. I said, let's go. Amy said, sounds good. I'm like, all right. Okay, uh, Oscar. Joaquin Phoenix deserves the Oscar. Best actor, leading role, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. If he doesn't, shame on the Academy. I'm calling it now. Book it. Done. He fucking deserves it. Ladies and gentlemen, you won't see uh, an acting performance quite like Joaquin Phoenix gives in Joker in a long time. In the past, present, and future. Refreshing. The movie itself, brilliant. Dare I say, masterpiece. It has you going up, down, all around. What's real? What's not? What the hell is going on? I'll tell you what's going on. Mr. Phoenix, you're on, bro. It is quite incredible how this guy has progressed in his career. He's been doing it forever since he was a kid. And I got to tell you, man, your brother River, wherever he is, is proud of you, sir. You should be. I am proud of you. Okay? You take Joker and you just, you nail it. You nail it. Heath Ledger did a great, hey, Heath Ledger did a fantastic job as Joker in The Dark Knight. 
And some, if not most say, not most, that he did a better job, and this is Heath, than Jack Nicholson did in his Joker portrayal. And I love Jack Nicholson's Joker. I love it. And I love Heath Ledger's a little bit more. But Joaquin Phoenix hit it out of the park. Gone. As soon as it left the bat, the ball went over the fence. And in the very first scene, you know you're going to see a wonderful performance. And it just got better and better and better. His acting actually got better and better throughout the movie. How the hell did he do that? He did it. There aren't many acting performances. I can give a 10. And folks, pretty damn close. If not a 10, a (laughs) 9.9. Welcome back to the Actors Room. My name is Jeff Tarowski. Joker 2019. Directed by Todd Phillips. And starring... Mr. Joaquin Phoenix in a role that he himself said he was not fearful, but hey, he struggled off the bat. And I think that's common. And the journey he said that he went through, diving into this character was worth it. It was fun. He did it. The struggle, the back and forth, the craziness of finding that character within himself was successful. And what you get is one of the greatest acting performances, if not in the last decade, but dare I say, in modern film history, ever one of the best. We're blessed to watch this performance. I'm not overreacting. I'm not. I think it's a fact. And Joaquin Phoenix did it. Let's talk about the movie itself. What's it all about? It's about Mr. Fleck. Arthur Fleck. Down and out. Clown. He's a clown that goes to parties. Kids parties. Advertising uh, in the film, he stands outside with the sign promoting a business. I've done this as an actor, I've done it. It's embarrassing, but you got to do it to make money. You're struggling, artist, you do what you got to do. And Mr. Fleck, Arthur Fleck, that's what he did. He was a clown, not a very good clown. But a clown nonetheless. He felt that his goal in life was to make people happy. Make people laugh. He felt his life was a tragedy. He had to take care of his sick mother. Who had a screw loose. And guess what? So does Arthur. On many medications. For mental disorder. The dude was not well. Not happy. And lo and behold, that's what his mother calls him. Happy. (laughs) That laugh that Joaquin has in this movie. And it's a condition. 
for the character. And he actually has a card on him, like a calling card, almost like a business card that he hands out to people to explain his condition. That if he's in public and he's hysterically laughing, he can hand out this card and it explains that he has a condition. Sorry, it's not, it's not your fault. It's me. And there's a scene on the bus where he has a kid laughing. And that happens. Haven't we all done that? Where there's a kid on a bus or whatever and they're staring at you. You give them a funny face. That's what the Joker did or Mr. Fleck. Kid laughs. The mom turns around and says, hey, stop messing with my kid. (laughs) And he starts hysterically laughing at the situation because he was just trying to be a nice guy. Life is portrayed in this movie. It's done well. And Mr. Flex struggles with reality. And boy, is that an understatement. Because as the audience finds out in the progression of the film... You just don't know what's real and what's not. We know this for sure. When Arthur and his mother are sitting down to watch television, their favorite show, Murray, who's played by Robert De Niro, plays like an Ed Sullivan slash Johnny Carson character, there to entertain the masses in Gotham. And when Mr. Phoenix As Joker, as Arthur Fleck watches his, would you say, muse that is Murray? He has a daydream of being there at the studio, watching the show, seeing Murray, a man he looks up to. And his daydream is that he has the courage to stand up, talk with Murray as Murray is talking to him. And then Murray has him come on stage and it's just a farce. It's a daydream, but he wants approval. And that's what this is all about, folks. A down and out man struggling with mental deficiencies who wants acceptance. He has a tough life, a sick mother, and he just wants to be loved. But he's getting kicked down with not only his mental instability, but by everyone around him. And what I don't know if this was real or not is when the kids take his sign, he chases them down and they beat the living shit out of him. Was that real? Was it? My opinion? No. Because his boss even says, oh, you were chased down by kids that stole a sign? Who does that? That doesn't make sense. And it kind of doesn't. I mean, I understand that kids are just cruel, period. And it's possible. Just unlikely. Because there are references throughout the film that what we felt was reality isn't. Like the woman in his apartment that shows him a little bit of kindness in the elevator and how awkward Arthur is. That little bit of kindness that that very attractive woman showed Arthur was just enough for him in his mind to make up a little happiness of his own where they start to date and she's around helping him, being there for him. But then later on we find out 
It was all in his head. And a very interesting part in the movie is when he comes into her apartment <laughs> and is sitting there. Very scary moment. She sees him and really doesn't know who he is. Because as we're watching the movie, she's kind of involved with Arthur. Dating him and going to his stand-up routine at the club. I mean, we think this is real. And that's an important part in the movie. A big important part. When we realize that's all made up in his head. That she isn't a part of his life. And he's sitting in her apartment. Some weird, strange guy sitting in your apartment in the dark. (laughs) All you see is the back of his head slunched over. And we're going to get into this later about what's real, what's not at the very end of this episode. But I want to talk about Mr. Phoenix himself. He lost 50 pounds for this role. 50. When you see him, I'm like, Jesus, the guy looks thin, looks sick. And he lost 50 pounds. He said it was tough to do. He just plain out didn't eat. He's vegan. He doesn't eat meat. Or dairy. But he does eat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I don't know how you could do it. All you out there that are vegan. God bless you. I need some fucking meat. Every now and then. Joaquin Phoenix. He don't go there folks. He's a vegan. But he pretty much starved himself. In preparation for the role. He looks sick. He has his shirt off a lot. In the movie, he's got a weird looking chest. He just does. He's got a weird looking shape to him, Joaquin. And when you lose 50 pounds, your chest looks even weirder. Like his ribs look huge. Like just disproportioned. He contorted his body. His shoulders slunching over. He changed himself for the role. It worked. I got it. He's very subtle in his actions. That manacle laugh. What's really going on in his head? How sad he is. How confused he is. What's life doing for me? What am I going to do with my life? I'm struggling mentally, physically, emotionally. What do I got? I got a sick mom. And he's bathing her. (laughs) She's naked in the tub. And he's bathing her. I get it. Get it. She's sick. She may not be able to do it on her own. But it's Ziggy. Kind of a weird part in the film. Thought so. And the mom keeps explaining to Arthur that Thomas Wayne, who is the father of Bruce Wayne, got to put Batman in there, of course. It does take place in Gotham. Didn't know if they were going to do that. And they didn't have to. But they did. They made it Gotham. 
Batman theme. And I'm glad they did. Although I think they could have gone either way as just, I don't know, a different kind of story. Not having it be associated with the whole Batman thing. They didn't have to do that. They did. And uh, it worked. It was good. Thomas Wayne supposedly is Joker's dad. Well, that's what the mom says. They had an affair. I guess the mom worked for Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne is rich. And she worked for him. They had an affair. And Arthur was the result. Arthur doesn't know this until I would say halfway through the film. When he opens up a bit of mail that she wants Arthur to send to Thomas Wayne. She keeps saying Thomas is such a good guy. A great man. And he'll help us if we keep sending him letters. Because folks, Arthur and his mother live in squalor. This is not a good situation. And she feels Thomas Wayne's going to help. Arthur opens the letter, curious, and reads that he's the illegitimate son of Thomas Wayne. Bruce Wayne is my brother, he thinks. And Bruce at this time is around what? 10, 11, 12, young kid. He goes to the gates of the Thomas Wayne home. And of course, Bruce Wayne's there as a kid, just randomly outside. And I know, they got to do this for the movie, folks. Like I've said in the past, you can't make a perfect script. You just can't do it. It's freaking impossible. You would love to have the perfect script. But you got to bend things here and there to just have it make sense. The odds that Arthur Fleck is going to show up at the gate and little Bruce is just there. But Arthur does a few tricks and uh, has a wand, magic wand, and it's got flowers and all that stuff. Gives it to little Bruce. He even touches him through the gates, which I felt was a little far-fetched. And um, in the butler of Thomas Wayne, I forget his name. Ugh. Alfred? Got a young Alfred there. It catches this little act. It's a strange thing going on. And Arthur explains that he is the son of... And I forget the mother's first name. Fuck me. And the actress that plays the mom is always strange. She's really good, but she's very strange. And you get a little interaction between um, Alfred and Arthur. And Arthur explaining that he is the son. The illegitimate son of Thomas Wayne. And Alfred says, your mom, I remember her. She's crazy. (laughs) You're not the son of Thomas Wayne. Get it out of your head. Just leave. Your mom is crazy and insane. And she ends up being insane. Later on in the movie, we find that out when Arthur goes to the hospital, the insane asylum where his mother was kept and reads that she was crazy and she actually abused Arthur when he was a boy having him chained chained to a radiator not feeding him no wonder he is the way he is feeling the mom is very much responsible for how Arthur turns out this is a disturbing film 
Well done, but disturbing. I found myself laughing a lot in the movie. I was one of very few in the theater uh, that laughed at certain parts. I thought Joaquin was brilliant. His mannerisms, uh, the moments that he had, not only with the other actors, but himself, because he's nuts. And as an actor studying roles and and uh, performances, seeing the little things, I can't wait to see it again. I get more and more out of it the more I see it. He does some brilliant work. So many things to talk about. My God, when he was, uh, before he got fired, before he got fired, there are so many great parts in this movie. Before he got fired and they're making fun of the midget, like all the other clowns are making fun of the midget. You know where they're in like uh, in their little like dressing room area. They're getting ready, putting makeup on. They're all, all the guys are there, all the clowns. There's a midget clown. And they're making fun of him. They're all making fun of each other. And Joaquin makes an acting choice where he's laughing a lot. But then he also shows us there's a part of his character that when he does laugh sometimes, he does it intentionally. But he doesn't mean it. It's more of a rah, 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 laugh. Not the hysterical real laugh. Or the uncontrollable laugh he has. They're different. And it's a sarcastic laugh. If you watch the movie again. You catch it. But when he gets fired. He's given a gun by someone he works with. One of the clowns gives him a gun. To protect himself. In the streets. From lunatics. And he's at a children's hospital performing for the kids as a clown. He's got the gun on him. And he's performing, giving his little act. And the gun falls to the ground. It's a great part in the movie. (laughs) I mean, he's around like bed full of kids watching his performance. The gun hits the ground. Kickity clank clank clonk. And all the kids are like, whoa, a gun. And he's like, holy shit. (laughs) Say, like, oh fuck, I gotta get this gun. Gets the gun, puts it in his pocket, and then looks around and it's like, shh. <laughs> Just don't let people know I got a gun. And you actually see a nurse, a male nurse in the back, watching the whole scene. The look on his face was like, oh my God, what the hell was that? Was that really a gun? <laughs> well, he gets fired after that, he loses it. He loses it, and he really concentrates after that of becoming a stand-up comedian. He wants to go for it. Always wanted to do it. He gets up there, does his act, and doesn't do very well. He has this uncontrollable laughter. It's just, that's just him. And he fails. As a stand-up comedian. Now, I don't know how much he realizes how much he failed. But he did. He just wasn't that funny. Maybe a little funny. But not funny enough. And throughout the film, he slowly loses his mind. In the scene in the subway, where he finally does cross over from not taking it anymore. And he has the gun on him. And shoots the three businessmen who were drunk and causing trouble. 
They were going to beat the shit out of Joaquin Phoenix, Joker slash Arthur. And he shoots them. Shoots two of them in the subway and chases down the other one. Near the stairs in the subway station. Shoots him dead. And this important moment happens right after that. He runs, he's scared, enters the bathroom. Realizes what he did. And does a little dance. (laughs) An awkward dance, but a dance nonetheless. It shows how Justin fucking crazy he is. But it was right after that, you see him gain a little confidence. His gait is a little more full, confident, brilliant, choice by Phoenix. And in his mind, confident enough to knock on the door of that beautiful woman in the elevator and just kiss her. But we find out later that was all in his mind. What was reality and what wasn't? That's the question here in this film. It's going to be a multiple, multiple, multiple viewing for me. I don't know how many. It's going to be a lot though. Because I think I missed a lot. Um, Because this is a day after I saw it. It's a Sunday for me. I watched it last night. I can't get it out of my head. And I think it's all about what was real and what wasn't. And... Because I think that has a lot to do with just the movie itself about what it means. And of course it doesn't take away from Phoenix's performance as Joker. Because it doesn't matter if it was real or not. Because what we see is his performance. Whether it was in his head or not in his head. Now was Arthur Fleck Thomas Wayne's son? Who? Thomas Wayne, in the movie, goes to the opera, or I think it was a Charlie Chaplin viewing. I guess Gotham has Charlie Chaplin night, I don't know, but they all like the hoity-toity people of high society, all in their uh, tuxedos, go to this really nice theater and watch a Charlie Chaplin movie. Thomas Wayne's there, Flex shows up, uh, dresses up as a... What would you call like an attendant in a theater? He wants to corner Thomas Wayne. He thinks he's his dad because that's what his mom says. Corners him in the bathroom. Weird situation. He tells Mr. Wayne who he is. And Mr. Wayne says, by God, were you the guy that was at my house the other day? Uh, wow. (laughs) And Arthur says, You know, I'm your son. I think I should know you and you should know me. And Mr. Wayne explains, hey, you're not my son. You were adopted. Your mom was crazy. She just wanted to be a part, a bigger part of my family. You're not my son. That's stupid. Don't believe that. And Arthur is just, you know, when you think about that, okay, that's going to not only put a dent into your psyche because... You know, he loves his mother. And if his mother said, Thomas Wayne is your father, he'll believe that. And his response is, how dare you say that, Mr. Wayne? How dare you say that my mother is a liar? She's crazy. 
I'm your son. And Thomas Wayne, he ends up punching Arthur in the face. And you almost are very sympathetic towards Joker, Arthur. And what he is going through. You feel sorry for him. That's a testament to Joaquin Phoenix's acting. He makes you feel sorry for him. And how vulnerable he really is. Goes to show you how deep he went with his research. He said he went very fucking deep. Looking into the psyche of Joker. Arthur. Both of them. And one of the things Joaquin revealed. Is that. Diving into this character. And realizing. That through his research. Arthur had deep-seated issues in his childhood and how he could relate to that and how Joaquin's childhood was fucked up. And it was. If you listen to my River Phoenix episode and my latest episode, the River Phoenix update, I kind of dive into that again and how the Phoenix family was involved in a cult called the Children of God. And that most of the Phoenix children, in my opinion, were abused. Abused. Sexually. At a very young age, folks. River was for sure. And if River was abused, the chances of his siblings being abused is very high. So the chance that Joaquin had a, would you say, unconventional childhood... And if you want to know about the Phoenix family childhood, check out my River Phoenix episode. I explain it in that episode. Okay? So, think about that. Watch Joaquin in interviews talk about this movie. He's pretty down to earth. He's a little weird. (laughs) Most actors are. He's a little weird. But he's pretty genuine, I think. Just the way he sits in interviews. He's got his like one leg up. He's got his shoe like tucked, you know, tucked in into his thigh. He's wearing like Chuck Taylors a lot. He's just a down to earth guy. And I like that about Phoenix. His brother was like that too. And both of them. Never went to acting school. They're just naturals. Hey, they're just great actors. Wow. All right. I don't want this episode to go too long. I fear I'm just going to be talking out of my ass at certain times. And I don't want to do that. This review... And that's pretty much what it is. A bit of analysis, but review about Joker. A movie that I really wanted to see. I looked forward to seeing it. uh, And that's rare. Recently for me, there aren't many movies that I want to go to the theater and see. There just aren't many. I'm fascinated by Mr. Phoenix as an actor. And I went to see it. It's a Joker movie, right? Heath Ledger did a fantastic job. So did Jack Nicholson. And I was interested to see what Joaquin would do with it. And I was very pleased. 
Guy's good. Good for you, Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, good for you, man. Uh, um, Got to talk about the ending of this movie. Wow. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Got to talk about Murray and Robert De Niro's character. Murray. The talk show host guy. Because it plays into the end. He saw a clip of Arthur Fleck <laughs> doing his stand-up routine. I guess somebody recorded it. And uh, Murray, the talk show host, got a hold of this footage. Seeing how pathetic Arthur was on stage. How pathetic his performance was. He was making fun of Arthur. And wanted him on the show. Arthur was intrigued by it. I mean, what else is he going to do, right? And not only that, he's suicidal. Uh, He killed three guys on a subway train. (laughs) The cops are hot on his trail. Might as well go on there. And from time to time, they show a journal that Arthur is keeping. He's suicidal. And they show that One of the things he writes in his journal is just that. How his death will make more sense than his life. And planning to go on to Murray's show and take his own life on the show. Shooting himself in the head. Through the neck on the show. Man, oh, the dance that he gives... On the steps after he just crushes his former colleague, (laughs) former clown. I mean, he bashes this guy's head in, in his apartment. You know what I'm talking about? That scene really affected me. I'm going to tell you. Joaquin went there. He went there. The blood all over his face. The moments he has with the midget in his apartment. Like, spot on, perfect acting, moment to moment. He did it. Feeling confident about what he just did. He gives a little dance on the steps before going to Murray's show. Disturbing. But good. He goes to the show. After being chased by the cops. They don't get him. They lose him on the subway. He gets to the show. He goes on stage. Kisses. The lady on the couch. I guess a doctor. Some doctor lady. Was on right before him. I mean he's a guest on a show. And he goes on there. Walks the walk. Does his the handshakes. And gives this doctor lady. Who's like what? 70 years old. Full on kiss on the lips. For like a good 10 seconds. Great choice. And Robert De Niro's a prick. Does a great job. And Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Calls, calls him on the fact that. Hey. You're having me on this show. Because you're making fun of me. How dare you. You're just like everybody else. 
you got to watch this movie, folks, because I don't want to give away what happens after that. It's fucked up. It works, though. What's real and what's not? Because at the very end, I'm talking at the very end. He's not in the Joker uniform anymore. The outfit. He's sitting there with what looks like either a social worker or a shrink. And he's laughing to himself. And she asks him, what are you laughing at? What's so funny? And he says, you wouldn't understand. Was the whole movie in his head. Was the whole movie in his head. I don't think so. Some of this stuff was. And some of the things that were. Are explained. Like the girlfriend thing. Okay. That was fake. But most of that movie. In my opinion. Is real. And they must have caught him. (laughs) Okay. He eventually got caught. And. He's now in an institution. He is. And at the very end. He's so fucked up. He ends up killing the shrink. (laughs) And the last scene is him. Walking in the. Institution. Walking slowly down the hall. With blood. On the bottom of his feet. Pretty much saying. He just completely destroyed that lady. The shrink. There must be blood all over the room. (laughs) Gives a little dance. Goes into another room. And then is getting chased by somebody. And runs the other way. End of film. Wow. Folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Talking about the Joker. Or sorry. Not the. Just Joker. 2019. Starring Mr. Joaquin Phoenix. I was going to talk about a director slash actor coming up next. Didn't do that. Had to do this. Had to talk about Joker. Had to do it. Saw it yesterday. It affected me deeply. And when something like that happens, I got to talk about it. I did that. I hope it made sense a little bit. Because if you haven't seen the movie, you're going to be like, okay, I have to see it now. Because Jeff really didn't explain it very well. I got to see it for myself. And those of you who did see it. Probably followed me pretty well through this. And yeah. There's question marks. But that's what makes a good movie. Right? Not having everything explained to you. Leaving things on the table. This was a great movie. This was a great performance by Phoenix. Go out and see it. You won't be disappointed. Before I let you go, got to talk about my theater experience. I don't go to the theater a lot. I just don't. They got those comfortable seats. They're not seats, man. They're recliners. They're like lazy boys. It's just mind-blowing to me how comfortable you are in the theater today. As opposed to years ago when I was a kid. The little seats. Man, you could go way back. Put your feet up. And yes, there was a lady to the front 
in right of me who was snoring. By about halfway through, she was out. And then 20 minutes later, there was a guy behind me and to the left (laughs) who was out cold. And they were peacefully sleeping. I mean, you could hear the snores were not like, you know, because someone woke them up. But they were definitely like those really peaceful snores. Like, how could they fall? Okay, I get it. The seats are comfortable. It's dark. (laughs) Hey, I get it. You're going to fall asleep. But during that performance, during that movie, what's wrong with you? Sleep at nighttime. What are you doing falling asleep in the theater, man? Shame on you. Snoring. Sleeping. And it wasn't just one person. It was two. God, people. People, people. Hey, they could do whatever they want. Hey, they paid their money. They want to go in a theater, fall asleep. Hey, that's what they that's what they want to do. I hope you have a great day. Have a great night. Enjoy. (laughs) I got a little bit of Joker in me today. Just laughing. That laugh. Uh, You know, I might talk about this movie uh, in the future again when I do a Joaquin Phoenix episode. Uh, It's got to be coming, right? Got to talk about this guy. Got to talk about him. One of the great ones. Leaf. He called himself Leaf at one point. Remember that? He was Leaf Phoenix. He's Joaquin. Joaquin. God bless you, sir. Great job. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Go see Joker. Just came out. It's 2019. God bless you. Have a good one.